You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. And uh, we're about to get started into another David's Pick, and we have a, another very special guest on. Before we get started, though, we'll do what we always do, and uh, that's to just take one minute for everyone, be you a veteran or just a citizen, and think about the folks that have gone before that are our brothers and sisters that have served in the military or been first responders or whatever the case. And uh, we'll be back in just a moment with our special guest. Stay tuned. Thank you. Amen. So, with that being said, we also do one other thing, and um, my guest is sitting across the table from me, uh, Steve Rogers. And Steve, I I have a son that's in the Air Force, a major in the Air Force, so I don't really get a lot of information from him, but... uh, when I was in the Army, we always relied on a Jody to get us that last half a mile on the Force March or whatever it was. And I don't know if, I guess Air Force flew it. They didn't, they didn't run it. But uh, anyway, we do do our Jody. And no sense in going home. And no sense in going home. Jody's got her girl and gone. Jody's got your girl and gone. Ain't no sense in feeling blue. Ain't no sense in feeling blue. Jody's got your sister too. Jody's got your sister too. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. Break it on down. One, two, three, four. One, two. All right. Well, everybody remembers those, and uh, everybody loves Jody's. So let's get on with David's pick. And Steve Rogers is uh, is a veteran, was in the Air Force. Steve, how are you this morning? Doing fine, Mr. David. How are you? I'm doing fine. And uh, please, not Mr. David, just David's. That's, that's all I need. And uh, as in many cases, uh, Rick White was the one, uh, is the gentleman that introduced us. And Rick is the director of of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you, you'll hear about it two or three times during the program today, Rick is fantastic. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel, or I'm sorry, Colonel Rick White, retired. And um, I'm sure he's as proud of his son as the rest of us are. His son is following in his footsteps and uh, has been deployed a number of times. And uh, Graham did a, a great job at the uh, uh, induction ceremony the other day, and uh, I didn't know, well, we didn't know each other then, so it was hard to, uh, plus I, I kept having, uh, besides being rather cool where it was at uh, Johns Creek, and then the pollen, I felt like I'd been pollinated by the time I left there, but it was a great ceremony, and uh like Rick has always told me, uh, bring your own box of Kleenex. And um, 
In fact, I want to mention along with that, we did a show, uh, a veteran's story yesterday with Pete Mecca. And uh, Pete had a guest on that, uh, you know, there, there are some of these stories that you just can't help but be a little choked up on. And a Marine, a lady Marine, uh, her son followed in her footsteps, and he was in in-country in Nam for one week. And uh, a few days later, the most dreaded thing a parent can have is the knock on the door. And uh, so it, it uh, was a very touching show yesterday. And uh, Pete did a, a tremendous job on, on the show. And, as always, we want to, like I said, salute Rick for the job that he does at the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Also mention the fact that uh, Mike Mazel does a heck of a job at uh, the Healing Wall in Johns Creek at Newtown Park. And uh, Mike is a retired lieutenant colonel and uh, does a... Like I said, a fantastic job, and if you're if you're uh, coming to Atlanta or you live in Atlanta and you're looking for something to do, the two places I certainly recommend is the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame and the Floyd Building right across the street from the state capitol, and then also coming out to Peachtree Corners as well as Johns Creek. All of them have just – they have – they have heard the call, and they've answered the call, just as many of our brothers and sisters have. Well, I say many. Actually, uh, it gets down to it that I'm ashamed of our country in some ways that only 1% ever serve. And uh, that's our country is too great not to have more people serving than that. But anyway, so let's talk about Steve and what you're doing, Steve, and the projects that you work on and uh, the company that you have? Well, I run a uh, organization out of Warner Robins, Georgia called Servants Task Force, and what we do is we help veterans, uh, organizations that uh, that support and, and bring aid to our fellow veterans, and we support our first responders and uh, children's organizations. Uh, mostly anybody that has a, a need that they need funds raised in order to meet their yearly goals or a special need that uh, goes directly to helping a family or a veteran or veterans, um, we will come up with uh, project ideas and then we will put them together, uh, develop them, oversee them, and then we will... Uh, uh, give the funds at the end of the day to those that are in need. That's fantastic. You know, um, I've it, it's been very interesting. Uh, I'm I don't know how much older I am than you, but older I'm sure. I'm, I'm older than most. Moses was a good friend. So, uh, but as what I have seen and gone through, it's a it's a a fantastic turnaround of people thinking about veterans today, unlike what they thought of veterans coming back from Vietnam. Absolutely. And uh, it's uh, it, it warms a, 
warms my heart that people are looking at veterans and first responders. And by the way, I want to mention, too, that tomorrow is Friday, and everybody thinks, you know, TGIF, but we look at it like it's Red Shirt Friday, and we always red we always wear our red shirts on Fridays in the studio. And uh, what it means is that just our small way of showing respect to first responders. I, I've been very fortunate. I've I've been all three. I've been in the military. I've I've uh, been a first responder, and I was an EMT many years ago, and uh, never a fireman. Didn't care about those heights. I, I didn't like that at all. But uh, at least in EMT and and now working with them uh, in with our, our radio station. So wear your red shirt tomorrow. And if you see a veteran or you, you know somebody that's wearing the I served on the USS or whatever it is, and or you happen to be a veteran, you can pick out another veteran in a crowd easy enough. It's always that that haircut or something there's a there's just there's just something about a veteran that makes them stand out or you you see a, a military person in uniform it'll make you feel much better than it does them even if you just go over and buy them a meal buy them a drink whatever if you're in the airport or wherever you happen to be and you see somebody or there are four little words thank you for your service and uh, that puts a smile on everybody's face because a veteran is a veteran no matter how they served and it's you know it, it's uh, it's the biggest fraternity in the world and that's an american veteran and somebody that served and raised their hand and and like rick white always says when you raise your hand you're signing the check that you'll give your life for your country and uh, whether you go in country or not I guess it really doesn't matter but you we all take the same oath at some point right we we signed a check with our blood saying that we were willing to lay down our lives for our fellow Americans uh, when called upon and I think that um, with some of the shows and some of the movies that are being done today uh, if World War II was our greatest generation our vietnam veterans was a great generation most most friends i have in the military are vietnam veterans and uh i was a teenager uh at the end of the vietnam war um i didn't know a lot of the 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 things that the veterans went through coming back home um again uh the media uh uh, they they wrote a story that wasn't the story that should have been told. Uh, we had heroes uh, like Tommy Clack, Dick Calouette, Rick White, you know Mike Roberts, all these guys that uh, came back and then uh, became great inspirational leaders and uh, continued their work in supporting our veterans. Uh, in the Air Force, we, we call it a wingman. You never leave your wingman. Uh, well, what was your uh, MOS in the Air Force? Security Forces. I was Security Forces in the Army and the Air Force. And then uh, I was a hydraulic mechanic my first four years. And then uh, I served as a uh, 
military police and security forces the rest of my career and it was just there's a bond uh, uh, we talked about it with the Georgia football players at Coach Dooley's induction um, ceremony um, at the Hall of Fame um, the football players talk about being brothers and a family and I said you know but you'll never know a true family a, a true meaning of the word brotherhood until you're in uniform with a person and you're in a foxhole in Iraq and you know that the person next to you would be willing to lay down their life for you and you'd be willing to lay down your life for them and you may not have known them three months earlier um they got your back they got, got your, your back. they got your six as they say and uh it it uh yeah there's a bond there that and and it even starts and i i uh i kid about this every now and then but i bet it happens to anybody that served that and it's been a long long time since i've been in uh ford ord hadn't missed me at all i'm sure but uh you know every now and then i'll come up with i'll be doing something or not doing something and think about well okay i understand you know when you're in you're going through basic or ait whatever and you say why in the world are we doing this this is about as stupid as we can get and then here it is 50 years later i'll i'll think about doing something think now i know why we did it and there is a reason and a purpose for everything in the military. They've been practicing it for 200 and some odd years, so they ought to be getting it right, and they do. And there's, you know, it's, it's uh, every branch that I know of anyway, the first thing you do when you go through reception is get a haircut, and everybody comes out with the same bald head looking, you know, and the humility, you know, they, they, they knock you down to size just to build you back up. And uh, they do a wonderful job of it. And uh, we all, we always, if a, a teenager is listening and he's graduating, he or she's graduating from high school or college graduate or a parent is listening or whatever, please, please take a look at the military. There is some branch that has a career opportunity for you. You may not even know it, but you like doing this. So find the branch that has that and... Uh, you're, you will be one step ahead of anybody else. When you get out of the military, you'll be one step ahead of anybody else applying for the same job because HRs love people that have served because they know they're a leader, they know they can take orders, and they know that they can give orders. Integrity, character, uh, accountability, the things that we learned when we went through boot camp, through our military training, um, those are the things that people look for, uh, or they should be looking for, uh, in businesses. Um, we have great JROTC program in the state of Georgia. We have many schools around the state that have uh, JROTC programs. The uh, that's, that's for you that don't know what JROTC. It's Junior ROTC, just like you had the College ROTC. Uh, I think it even starts in what we used to call junior high, but over here they call it middle school. Right. And then can go on up through high school and then... Uh, into college. Into college, yeah. Yeah, and um, if you were at the, the Hall of Fame ceremony a couple of weeks ago, uh, those young men and women who performed and, and served uh, during that ceremony, uh, 
it just gave you a a greater sense of pride uh, because with with everything that's going on in the world today and and you know the the troubles that we have uh, here at home and abroad uh, we kind of lose sight of of what we do have and uh, we have we have young men and women out there that are going to be tomorrow's leaders they're going to be the people that set the gold standard and I believe that they, they are the ones that will be going through these uh, military programs in high school and college and uh, so one of our projects that we are uh, setting our sights on is uh, raising money to help uh, with scholarship funding for for uh, students that graduate Georgia high schools and then go to Georgia colleges and then enlist into the military uh, we're doing that in uh, Coach Dooley's honor uh, we're starting the scholarship fund in his name and his honor and then we are going to uh, use our first project uh, which is high school students and teachers uh, and competition and fun events to uh, to help organizations uh, like Warrior to Citizen that go out and uh, help our veterans with uh, stress situations, PTSD, and uh, needs that uh, that can be helped if we uh, support them and give back to our fellow veterans like they did for us when they served before us. Steve, we're going to take a first break. We'll be back. You're talking about Rocky Blyer, and here's Rocky. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. And we're certainly glad to have you listening in today. And our guest today is Steve Rogers with a very unique uh, business and helping uh, military and and first responders in a 
you never you never think about it, but uh, there's always somebody in the background, and you're sort of in the front ground and background, Steve, and uh, certainly respect what you're doing. Well, I appreciate that. We uh, we enjoy the fruits of our labor of helping veterans and first responders. And, you know, there's so many organizations uh, out there statewide, nationally, uh, and everybody is trying to do uh, what they see as important to helping veterans or first responders. And then if you drive up 75, which I did this morning uh, coming to Atlanta, you see the the vehicles with the retired veteran tags on them or the USMC stickers or the Army stickers or the Navy or the Air Force. And it lets you know, you know, that the state of Georgia, uh, we are ninth in the nation in in veterans. We have over 600,000 veterans in the state of Georgia. We have some of the strongest military bases in the state of Georgia. Uh, one that I work at, Robbins Air Force Base down in Warner Robins, uh, Fort Benning, where I did my jumps when I was in the Army, Fort Stewart, where I spent many a sleepless night in the jungles preparing for uh, overseas duty. Um, you, you go into stores, you see people wearing retired veterans' hats or uh, shirts, or, you know, there are veterans everywhere, and and if we can use that platform of our veterans and our first responders to build on, to uh, bring together the organizations that are out there doing good and find ways to support each other and help each other, um, you know, we would build uh, an army or a, a military strong enough to uh, to be able to accomplish anything, there's there's nothing stronger than America's military, and America's military is made up of the men and women that serve in it, and those that support it, the family members, the the friends, um, they never forget it, uh, the people that I lived around when I went into military service. When I came home, they were always the first to stick their hand across the fence, and thank you for your service. Uh, you know what can we do to help you? Um, the military is strong, and I I came in when Reagan became president, and uh, I can tell you the, the the first four years I served uh, with everything that happened. Every time something bad happened, it seemed like the military got stronger, and we got more entrenched in what our thought process was for defending our nation and being willing to do whatever was asked of us to uh, to keep those freedoms strong. Um, as politics go up and down, you know, we, we have good years and we have bad years, but we should never, ever forget the, the service and sacrifice of our veterans, those that uh, were willing to lay down their lives for our freedoms, and uh, we should never, we should there should never be a homeless or helpless veteran in, in the United States. One out of four homeless on the streets of Atlanta or every place else is a veteran. And like you said, that's that's a disgrace. And whatever we can do, we should do it to help them. You know, the other thing is that uh, we really tried to – are trying and trying more. A uh, couple of things. One is that – when a person deploys, so does his family. 
and uh, they may not be going in country with their spouse or with family or whatever, but they're taking up a role that that person that has deployed had been filling. And so we always salute the wives that are left behind or the children that are left behind and bless and pray for those that have been deployed. We also... um, there are a couple of other areas that we always mention on the show is that uh, dust-off pilots have to have been, the like you were saying, the great and the greater, and that's the dust-off pilot from Vietnam. And the nurses that a lot of times snuck on the dust-off to uh, fly and support the wounded, and we have all the respect in the world for them. They uh, They had a mission to serve, and they did it above and beyond oh and one other thing and i this is we do it uh, with every veteran that comes in but so far no matter how old that veteran was or is i always ask if the if the country called would you do it again absolutely uh, i would i would leave right now in the studio if i got called to go and defend my nation i would i would go and and do whatever i could for as long as i could that's uh yeah i'd, I'd push my walker any place you know <laughs> but uh and and i think that's something that really scares the heck out of our enemies knowing that we have such a wonderful veteran society that uh, that they all love their country the other thing the other hardball question that i always ask whoever sitting across the table or on the phone with me during these interviews is and you're a member of a number of service organizations um, if you're with five or six veterans or any time you've been around veterans can you name one veteran that can only tell one story? No, no, no. <laughs> they get cranked up, and those stories keep coming, and I love them. And uh, we mentioned the fact too that every veteran, every veteran today, is a history book because our history books are not our history books anymore. Right. In many schools, and every veteran should take his kids or his grandkids or the next door neighbor kids put them on your lap and tell them about what you did in the military because that's the only way they're going to know what the flag means that's the only way they're going to know the truth about why somebody raised their hand and joined whatever branch it was and what you did so please please listen to us and and tell your story because you are the history book well, if you're old enough to remember uh, 9-11, after 9-11, there's no uh, recorded amount of numbers of veterans that went to the recruiting offices asking if they could serve again. I remember it as clear as yesterday. And, uh, I mean, we had we had guys that were ready to put on any uniform and 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 go and fight for our country because they were angry at what uh our enemies had tried to do to us and so uh, you never lose once that blood flows through your veins and that pride is in your chest and and that brotherhood is is burning to your soul you never leave it from from un, until you leave this earth, and uh, it is it is so important 
for us to be able to to pass those stories down. And part of our projects, all the projects that we do, is we try to uh, establish what we call a, a veterans village, and we have uh, veterans come in and. Um, we let the kids or the grown-ups come around and, and ask them questions, and they tell stories about their their military service. And uh, I think it's a, a form of therapy for, for some of the veterans uh, to be able to, to share what they went through. And you talk about the great nurses of Vietnam, uh, you know, the, the chopper pilots. Uh, I was lucky enough to meet the family of uh, uh, the chopper pilot from the movie We Were Soldiers. Uh, I've met a lot of great heroes. Uh, but we have to think about the, the chaplains that served the... Uh, huh. the Paul, how about Paul Longer? Paul Longer, yes. Uh, we have... Well, if you if you ever go to a a Hall of Fame induction ceremony, and I encourage everyone to go, or to the uh, the Vietnam Veterans uh, uh, Memorial Service uh, that's held uh, the end of March every year, uh, teachers should be taking their history students, uh, JROTC units should be going up there and supporting this, and speak to those veterans uh, that still put on their uniforms or still have their berets and 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 their jackets and. They, they go there and um, and listen listen to them just talk and you you will walk away a better person I guarantee it you'll never you'll never regret a, a single moment that you spend with a veteran no and uh, they've all got a story absolutely and uh, they they're wonderful stories and uh, you know it just it just <laughs> It's hard to explain unless you've been there, done that. Um, the camaraderie, camaraderie that's built, and the, um, I just, like I said earlier, I marvel at what our military has done over the years. And uh, when the call went out, our country answered, and the veterans answered, and our military has always answered and they always will because there's some kind of there's some kind of secret psychology that the military i guess it's the the uh, uh command central or something uh has over everybody but they they you know i when i got out from basic and ait i was so pumped I, i'd never been that pumped in my life i don't think and uh you know, it it does. Like you said, nine eleven. I was already too old, jokingly too old. I was past that, but the thought was there. Yeah, if do you need a clerk typist again, or you know, I can still type. Maybe I can perform, but um, it's just something that uh, the military can instill more things in a person than any organization I can imagine I'm, and as I always mention too, I'm very proud of my son that's a major in the Air Force and uh, uh, we graduated from different Texas schools he went to uh, Texas A&M and through the Corps and all of that and I went to uh, a little school up in North Texas called Texas Tech but uh, I, we, we got a lot of kidding going on while he was at Texas A&M and now I'm just 
I, I'm so proud of him, and it's going to be interesting to see. He's, they're going to have their first kid shortly, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he does with, with his child and his son or daughter, whatever. But And his wife went to Texas A&M as well, so it's, uh, it's all in, in their blood, I reckon. But anyway, uh, what, have you got some events coming up, uh, Steve? Well, right now we are uh, engaging in the first steps of putting together the, uh, the scholarship fund for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame uh, to, to give to the, uh, the students, the JROTC students that go to Georgia colleges and then enlist in the military. So we're getting ready to, uh, to launch a project to, uh, to, to help uh, raise funds for that. And then our project called Mind, Body, and Soul, which is a, uh, a three-level competition project involving uh, knowledge, which is the mind, uh, sports, which is the body, and entertainment, which is the soul. Uh, we're going to uh, put together an initial project on that uh, using high school students and teachers, and uh, we're going to take that uh, funding that we raised from it, and we're going to give it to the uh, Warrior to uh, Citizen program to help with the, pro- the with the projects that uh, you just heard Rocky Blair speak of. We have a lot of veteran uh, as a cop and a a veteran and a military person that went to Katrina and went overseas and and served. Uh, when they come home, especially if, if you've been shot at or had a, a mortar or, or a rocket attack on your base that you were at, uh, you come home, you've, you've got some stress. Whether you recognize it or deal with it, it's, it's there. And it not only affects you, it affects your spouse or your children. And um, we have to we have to ensure that we take care of those who took care of us. So uh, these projects, these programs that, that these organizations are developing that uh, are one-on-one counseling sessions or group counseling sessions that, uh, that bring uh, help and, and support and aid to uh, the veterans and their family members and, and those around them uh, to get them back on track uh, is is very important. We see that as a a very important need. And then we uh, we have a project that uh, we want to work with uh, a couple of new friends that we've made, retired um, veterans, uh, retired military folks, uh, concerning former college legends uh, competing in uh, sports events um, to help. Um, veteran organizations around the country uh, with their needs to help support veterans. So we've got two or three projects right now that we're developing and working on. Uh, Mainly right now we're looking for sponsors. If we could find sponsors that would help us uh, with the seed money to put the first couple of events on, then uh, we can grow these from statewide projects to national projects. We believe uh, we would uh, even get two or three television stations interested in wanting to purchase the rights to show them, which would increase our revenues, which would increase the number of veterans and first responders and their families that we could help. You know, all of what you're saying is is great. We're going to have to take our second break, and uh, we'll be back with Steve and... um, 
more about what's going on right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Hi, this is Rocky Blair former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And again, want to uh, thank our our friend Colonel Rick White. That's he's the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame in downtown Atlanta, right across the street from the Capitol Building. And uh, Rick is uh, just he is just fantastic. The job that he does, and also the support that he's giving us and David's pick on bringing guests to our table and uh, introducing them to you. So we want to uh, always shout out to uh, Rick and Ann, Paul Longreer that uh, also was very <laughs> a very important part of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. He's the one that really started it and then, uh, then Rick took over as uh, the director of the Hall of Fame. And uh, it's something to see. It's a it's a great day project. Take your family down there. Take your own box of Kleenex, as Rick says. And also, they have a good good little uh, cafeteria in the in the basement. And uh, uh, you can just make it a whole day long trip. And a and you will get more out of it than you can ever imagine as you read the stories of of the different heroes that have come from Georgia and. Uh, there must be something in that southern. It must be something in the peaches that we, you know, and uh, it's. Uh, but it's wonderful, and uh, you'll, you know, this is this is something just like today, Steve. That I've been very blessed that almost without exception of anybody that we interview, I learn something, and uh, you you never can learn too much, Correct. and. Uh, you uh, want to thank you for your service, and uh, you know the just there's always a different view, a different outlook, a different this or a different that that you learn from from talking to somebody or listening to somebody, and uh, you know it's we've got the greatest country in the world, and we have to protect it. Absolutely, and and we need to be able to depend on our our. Uh political leaders we need to be able to depend on our military leaders we need to be able to depend on our civic leaders our community leaders 
and each other. Uh, we're all in this together. That's why we're the United States of America. And, uh, you know, we can have differences uh, with our religious or social or whatever beliefs. But at the end of the day, if we can learn to talk to each other and not at each other, uh, then you have a productive conversation. We we are allowing uh, too few of a, uh, a medium to try to dictate the thoughts and the actions of, of most Americans when everybody has a brain and everybody... Uh, can uh, know right from wrong and 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 we can work together we've done it before when this nation every time this nation was faced with a crisis we didn't tear apart we came together and it, it's time for us to uh, again work together and and we've got great people uh, in in office I, I know several of our state representatives and uh, and people that serve uh, the state of Georgia that are good Christian, uh, honest uh, people, and it's and you know when you say honest and politician in the in the same statement sentence, you wonder if the person saying it knows what they're talking about. But we do, and we've got people that are, are running for office that are clearly behind our veterans and first responders. I've met a lady who's running for uh, lieutenant governor, uh, Jenny Seaver, and told her about the projects that we're trying to do. And she has already uh, stepped up and, and asked how she could help and what she could do to to uh, promote what we are trying to get done by introductions or, or prayers or whatever she can do to do that. Uh, David Clark, I mean Shaw Blackman, we've got we've got really good people in those areas. We've got some of the best uh, community people in, in in the state. We've got some of the greatest military minds and and people in the state of Georgia. Rick White, Mike Roberts. Uh, I mean, we we're blessed. This state is blessed, and I believe that we can come together as a people. And work together, and we can not not only honor the life and legacy of those that have served before, but we can open doors and create new opportunities for those that will be serving next. And by doing that, we combine the old with the new, and the 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 experience with with the uh, the uh, energy, and and then we're able to accomplish great things. And by the grace we uh, we have been able to change one thing in Washington D.C. and that's the uh, personnel record center that was closed for a year. Right. And uh, it's my understanding that uh, they are going to be reopening. Right. And uh, we have we have raised a stink about that, and that it was literally killing veterans that needed some of their records to get treatment for different uh, service uh, related uh, situations and we have another situation that's going to be coming up that uh, certainly the records are going to be important and that's the uh, fire burn pits from uh, uh, the Middle East and uh, people are going to it's it's going to be the agent orange of the Middle East right. and it would be a crime to wait to 
30, 40 years before Vietnam veterans got relief uh, regarding Agent Orange. So when the the protocol has to be there for the for the men and women coming back from the Middle East that they get treatment and they get it paid for immediately and none of the waiting around stuff. So that's coming and it's already here actually. So keep that in mind if we need to put pressure on our uh, representatives to pass whatever bill to include that in the uh, veterans uh, benefits we need to do it. Absolutely. And they and veterans should always reach out and contact their congressmen, their state senators, their local representatives, um, their VAs, whatever, whoever they can get to, to find out what they need to do to get a hold of those records and then um, ask for the help that they deserve. Uh, and, and then uh, we will be there to back them up with projects if there's anything extra that is needed, such as counseling or, or other things that uh, that can be provided that we can help through raising funds through our projects and then giving it to organizations that carry out the the uh, the actual uh, deeds, we want to let them know that we will never forget them and we'll always be fighting for them and supporting them as long as we can. Well, every veteran and every veteran's family should know and go to the service officer in many of these service organizations, be it the uh, American Legion, VFW, whatever it happens to be. Uh, You've got their ear, and they will help you through all sorts of things in dealing with the VA, dealing with benefits that you're entitled to. Uh, So many veterans don't realize that when they uh, when they were discharged uh, they were given a, a briefing of of benefits but sometimes uh, the older we get we forget and uh, the VA or, or not really the VA it's more of the service organizations and their their service officers that will I know of situations where the service officer has literally gone to the VA with the with the uh, veteran and helped them go through all the paperwork and the different requirements. But those service officers are very dedicated, and they know what they're talking about. They have to go to school to become a service officer. And uh, so use them. That's an order from an E-5. But anyway... Um, they're there for you, and yeah, that's their way of saying how much they appreciate what you did in your service, and um, it's uh, and what Steve is doing in support of um, these organizations, helping them do their fundraising, and uh, it's it's just you know I guess I take pride in the fact that uh, so many things have changed, and. The veteran today is becoming recognized more and more, and uh, is in is in a positive situation as opposed to a negative situation as it was during the return of our Vietnam veterans. Right. And uh, I just America is the greatest country in the world, and our veterans are, and we should all take pride in.
you know, we got Memorial Day coming up shortly. Right. And uh, every everybody should have a flag out. And and then we have July the 4th coming up after that. So hooray for the United States. The greatest nation in the world and the greatest people in the world. And that's that's what makes us great and will continue to make us great as, as long as we have uh, men and women that are willing to put on a uniform, whether it be Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, First responders, responders, uh, police, firefighters, EMTs, our nurses, our doctors, uh, our leaders of young men and women, our ROTC commanders, JROTC commanders, those that are still willing after they've served their country for 20, 30 or more years, they're still willing to get up each morning and and go to work or, or go to a place where their experience or knowledge and their abilities still continue to make this a great nation. That's that's important. That's that's what we live for each and every day for. Steve, let me ask you. I, I said I was going to limit it to one hardball and one hard one hardball question anyway and that was uh if you could, if you could name one veteran that could only tell one story once you get them started, but the other question is, have you ever been in a situation that was there was a color guard that you didn't get goosebumps? No, <laughs> no. They, it, I've. If you hear a bagpipe person play "Amazing Grace" when we do our. Uh, honoring a Vietnam veterans through the commemoration program that we do as Servants Task Force. We we held a, uh, a ceremony a couple of years ago at the Museum of Aviation, and it was the second largest uh, event uh, in the state at that time. Uh, that guy came out playing the bagpipes. It was, it stopped everything i had tears running down my face it was hard for me to even continue the ceremony but saturday two weeks ago when them students the young men and women and those uniforms polished shine i mean just razor sharp came marching out in step and presented those colors and just had that look of pride on their face and 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 uh, the ability that they showed it gave me some confidence that uh we have got some folks coming along that will keep this country great no question and uh i salute all the you know there's two things The, the Support. I salute the young men and women that decide to join the military, but I also salute their family that has instilled the importance of our country and our flag, even though we've we've had some times that it's been beaten down, but it always comes back up. And uh, service and sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And so. Like you said, like I've said several times during the during the show today, we do live in the best country in the world, most beautiful in every way, most beautiful. Absolutely. And uh, I, uh, I think you know. I guess uh, what I'm seeing, 
and and it's been sort of a, a long time coming. Uh, I I can remember the pride of a uh, whoops uh, pride of a, a young kid, six seven years old, and and the love for the country and and everybody seemed to have it back then, and uh, we lost it for a while. And uh, now it's coming back again. And, you know, you can have the people taking their knees and doing this and doing that, but they're not going to take the country away from us. There are just too many people that have served, and there are too many people that love our country and realize what a great country it is. And they can kid themselves into thinking that they're going to change us, but, and they're trying. They're trying their donders right now. But they're not going to make it. Well, the people that understand what the flag means, what it means to those of us who served and what it means to uh, the citizens of this nation who uh, understand what it's like to live in the greatest nation in the world, they will stand and salute just like we did when we were little kids. When we went into first grade, we always said the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm-hmm. We, that that was important. Uh, they took prayer out of schools, but we didn't stop praying. And and people that think that kneeling uh, or, or or trying to disrespect uh, the flag during a sporting event or something like that. Is, is making headway it's it's like someone looking for 15 minutes of fame that's that's all they're 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 looking for and and i don't um if that's what somebody needs to do we can talk about it but at the end of the day with that national anthem plays i'm gonna stand up place my hand over my heart i'm gonna bow my head in a moment of silence and I think that uh, if you love this country and you understand uh, what was done in order for this to be the greatest country in the world, that you would do the same. Uh, if you if you've got a, a beef with this nation, whether it's the justice system or or anything else, uh, you know that's what that's what we have laws for, and that's what we have. Uh, venues for where you can state your your side and we can talk to each other and at the end of the day come out with a logical uh united um decision and and quit trying to uh to bully or 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 enforce our doctrine or our beliefs on someone else uh i don't want it done to me and i'm certainly not going to try to do it to anybody else If, if you believe differently than i do at the end of the life, uh, we're not, none of us are going to get out of this alive. We're going to stand before God, and and we'll answer to Him, and He's our final judge. And don't you know He has a place for veterans? Absolutely, there. I'm sure there's a special place in heaven for veterans. But you know, it's. Uh, Want to invite anyone that uh, would like to correspond with us. Uh, you can always email GM at America's Web Radio, and we take all of those 
emails very seriously and if you want us to change something we certainly take that into consideration and if you have someone like rick white says if you know a veteran or you have a family member that's a veteran and uh, they served honorably and you feel like they would deserve to be in the georgia military veterans hall of fame will contact rick white at the georgia military veterans hall of fame and um start the process of uh, of getting those that person recognized uh, for what they did for their service to their country and there's no I don't think in Georgia that there's probably no greater honor than to have your picture being hung in the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame for what you did and it doesn't necessarily have to be for valor it can be for many other things uh, service service and uh, and uh, I believe there's one other thing that you can uh, valor service and I believe one other but anyway whatever it is Rick can tell you and uh, you really need to do it because if that person friend family whatever has served and they did it honorably and they did it for us and they need to they need to have the recognition by all of those yet to come uh steve thank you for driving up from warner robbins that's that's a a compliment thank you very much it's been my pleasure and if anyone uh has a need a veteran or first responder or organization uh if you have a need that you'd like for us to help you with uh you can contact me at uh my email which is hot rod 31014 at hotmail.com or just give me a call at 478-960-5838 and we'll be happy to help you any way we can. Thank you. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.